Morning, everybody. Um, seeing the camera there reminds me when I was at uh, Bible College and we used to have to do preaching practice in the chapel. And at one stage they would film us uh, preaching a sermon. And then afterwards we'd go and have um, the critical analysis. And um, I remember going home that day, I travelled each day to college, and uh, telling Catherine what had been said about me uh, to see if she thought it was fair comment. And um, so in in this analysis, um, nothing was said um, terrible about the content or the actual preaching, but what they did say was, I had excessive body language. Now, <laughs> no, language, not odour, language, okay? And um, so uh, over the years, uh, I've obviously tempered quite a bit. Uh, I used to do a lot of wandering up and down stages, uh, and I don't do that anymore with the ageing process. And uh, so we should be okay. So I've cut down all the that kind of thing, and, and, um, and much to people's annoyance, and, and uh, I'll try and keep it sort of, okay. That's that, right. I've also got a bag with me, uh, and that's a surprise for later, if you behave. Right. When you put on the, the, the rotor for preaching, and um, quite a way ahead, you're often given a passage of scripture that would you please preach on. Sometimes they just say, yeah, Preachers, the Lord, Lord leads you, and, and which is like the worst thing you can kind of be given because you're thinking, is it, is it me or is it really? And so it's much nicer when they give you something that's in a theme. Little did I know all those months ago that Psalm 91 would be so relevant as of today. I must admit I got a bit panicky when Jenny started sharing. I thought, my sermon is just now disappearing, uh, you know, and I'll think of something else to say. Um, But I think we're okay. (laughs) Uh, No, bless you, sister. Okay. Uh, Right. (laughs) It is quite an amazing psalm. And... um, We, I got a, yes, hang on. I'm amazed they allow me to use this because Kathleen will tell you that me and equipment and things are a disaster. So, but I think we're okay. So the title given was Psalm 91, resting in His shadow. This psalm, although it'll say anonymous, if you look in the Bible, headings and things, um, it is considered possibly based on uh, a very ancient uh, prayer, a psalm-type prayer of Moses. There are other Mosaic ones around that part of the collection of psalms. And if you look at the content, you can understand why 
there's a thinking about it being uh, of the Mosaic period in terms of problems, troubles, battles, plagues, all sorts of things um, that were going on. So I'm going to split it up into uh, sections and and hopefully we'll unpack it that way. So now this... Hey, that's good. I'm so thrilled, you don't know how. Right. Is the, was that the body, too much body language? Sorry, sorry. I apologise. Right, okay. The wonderful thing about this psalm is that right from the beginning, in those opening uh, two, two verses, the, the psalmist declares his own faith before applying it to us. The eloquent opening is enriched by the four divine names. First of all, Most High. God, Most High, cuts away every threat down to size. The Most High. Secondly, the title, the word for God, Almighty. Shaddai. El Shaddai, the name which sustained the homeless patriarchs as they journeyed and as they travelled and as they faced difficulties of many sorts. They knew to them God was most high and almighty, powerful, the one and only El Shaddai. This was the name that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob knew about God. You read in Exodus, particularly chapter 6, verse 3. Then we come to the Lord, which is how it's translated, Yahweh. And you know there that this was the name given to Moses in Exodus 3, when he said to God, How will people know who I'm talking about? Uh, What kind of name can I give that will uh, make them know it's not just me making up all these things, but you are the one true God. And the name he was given was Yahweh, which is, I am, and I always will be. And that's an amazing name, isn't it, of God. I am. It sounds very cryptic, but it simply is, I am. Not only that, but and always will be. Not just for now, but for today and forever. And then we come to the general name, which is then made personal, my God. And that's where you get the L, E-L from, and El Shaddai, my God, Almighty, the Most High, who is Yahweh. So we have all that introduction in two verses. The main thrust then of this psalm is about, after my refuge, your refuge. And the first, what's it, yeah, okay, verses 3 to 6 are about 
the versatile protection that God gives. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. Now, we do (laughs) have to be careful in this psalm that you could read very literally and wonder why things are happening the way they are. You have to remember that the psalms are a genre of song, of poetry, of verse, and you have to read in that sense. And I hope I will, in it, show you that the protection is there. It's in a very powerful spiritual realm. So we'll see how that goes as we go along. Okay. And then verse 4 is one of my favourites. I have to say this. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. I chose that song, Living Under the Shadow of Your Wing. It's just uh, in- incredible. I, I find so... One- I'm doing the body thing. It's just such a wonderful concept uh, and... Um, Eagles, I just love to see eagles. And in various times travelling around different parts of the world, I've come across eagles and I just am fascinated by them. And they're so powerful and there's wings just spread out. Now, I didn't have an eagle to bring with me this morning, but when I used to um, do children's talks and all those services, I used to use a lot of hand puppets. I had quite a collection because uh, people used to buy them for me for birthday and Christmas. I had an overwhelming number of hand puppets. When I finished full-time ministry in, in Portsmouth, um, I gave most of them away to children's nurseries. I shouldn't have done that. I really miss them. I, I do. And uh, in my mind, you know, oh, I've got a puppet that does that, you know. And I think, no, I gave it away. However, I have got one. So this is the kind of the children's visual part of the sermon for adults. Okay? And I was always known for taking very classy bags to church with my puppets in. Uh, Ian might remember this. Um, The Pudding Club. That is nothing to do with what I'm talking about this morning or what's inside. But it just shows the kind of thing that I end up with. Anyway, um, so I think yeah actually the other thing was Kathy will say never work with animals children or Peter <laughs> I tend to go off script at times Catherine I need your help this morning love C- could you come forward please she has no idea I was going to do this so. I don't know how much you can see this. Whoops. Oh, hold those. Just supposed to see those. Right. Okay. I'm not an eagle, but we do have an owl. Oh, so long since I've done this. Oh, there we go. Okay. Right. Now, if you just talk much yourself, if you put those back in. The, 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 
I do magic as well sometimes, you know. That's, a, that's another disaster, don't worry. Okay. Right, okay. Don't, no, no, just stay back. That's right. So this is, this, I think, if you can see this, okay, it, it's a lovely owl, and it's all fluffy. I can't remember now where it came from, actually, but, um, but the, and the lovely thing about it, though, is as well as being uh, wisdom, that, that was said, wasn't it? Wisdom. Yeah, yeah, see? Wisdom. Psalm 91. Thank you, two ladies. Right, okay. Here we go. And um, the thing is with this, as, as you unfold the wings of this wonderful uh, bird, not quite as big and powerful as the eagle, but pretty powerful, um, we're going to find out something. So, Kathy, this is where we do need now to carefully undo the wings, and uh, you'll find us two little finger puppets, which you, you could display. I thought I'd use Kathy, because then, it, it, you know, any disease we can spread between us. Okay, there you go. All right? So, so there you go. So, look at that. See? Two, two very um, vulnerable young... What are they called? Owlets? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> He said squirrels. <laughs> Becky, get a grip of this husband of yours, right? So, yeah, and so it's lovely because then, okay, so this is where they're now cared for. When they've done a little fishing around in the nest, they then go back and they go back in. Whoops! Come on, assistant. And see it, the wonders of Velcro. Uh, back in protection. So that is the visual. Okay, thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Well done. Yeah, go away now. Yeah, thank you. I just love that. Seriously, though, he will cover you with his feathers, he will shelter you with his wings, his faithful promises are your armour and protection. And this is what we need to hold on to at this time in particular. Always useful any time to hold on to these truths. But at this time, such powerful words. It's protection, but it's comfort. It's a little arm moment, isn't it? You see little owls under the wings being kept warm and protected. It's a lovely, cuddly moment, but it's a powerful moment. It's an almighty moment. It's a God moment. Most dangers are of a kind which strike unseen, against which the strong are as helpless as the weak. Talks about snares and traps, things that often are not seen until you're caught in them. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. There are ills that attack the mind, and there are ills that attack the body, and those that attack both. And this is a vulnerability at this moment in time of the unseen. It's where the body can become ill, prayerfully just for a while. 
but also what goes on in the mind. Anxiety, concern, worry. People have loved ones, elder relatives, bothered about going to visit. Are they okay? Are they being looked after? Rightly we prayed about those in caring professions that they keep well. And all that is part of what we're into at the moment. So how much more important it is that remember our God Almighty and Protector. There is a problem. And let's go on to the There is what we call individual protection, verses 7 to 10. It turns the fact of you, and you is emphatic in these verses. Though a thousand fought at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Now what we have to be careful here, that this that these verses are not seen as some kind of um, charm offensive against all ills. It's about the spiritual powerfulness of our God. It is spiritual warfare, which people often shy away from in terms that does sound so beyond us, but it's goes on all the time. It is subtle and also often very open. It's good to pray for help. It's good to pray that we know the sense that the angels that are part of these um, spiritual warfare that's going on. In... um, Yeah, Luke twenty two forty three. It's in the Garden of Gethsemane. About Jesus, it says, an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. But in Matthew twenty six fifty three, it says, Jesus, don't you realise that I could ask my Father for thousands of angels to protect us, and He would send them instantly. But if I did, how? Would the scriptures be fulfilled that describe what must happen now? As it's right, it says in the word, God's ways are not our ways. We often think we would know how we would put things right, but we have to, this is faith, trust in God. God, know, God knows definitely, certainly, what He's about. Romans 8.35 Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. 
No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ our Lord who loved us. As God puts those wings over us and protects us, and although we could read that these things won't touch us, no evil will conquer you, no plague will come near your home. This was in terms of ultimate protection because God is almighty. Jesus is God almighty. Therefore, we are on the victorious side. So these things will not take away from us our salvation. Will not take away from us God's protection. Verse 13, you will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. I have actually seen films which has amazed me of churches in some countries, I have to say also particularly in America, where as part of their worship, they grasp hold of dangerous and poisonous snakes and wave them around as they sing their songs to prove these verses. That those who've gone to fight lions physically to prove these verses literally and have died. They've been struck by the snake and poisoned. They've obviously been killed by a lion. This is the genre of a psalm. It means that despite all these things that are around us, we are safe in God's hands. It doesn't say we won't avoid them. It doesn't say these things will not come upon us. What it says, like in verse 15 or 14, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honour them. I will be with them in trouble. I will be with you when a plague does come around. I will be with you when dangerous things are upon you. I will be with you. And we know at times there is the miraculous that there and then there is protection. If any of you have been to the uh, Passion Play in Oberammergau, Germany, it happens every 10 years, it will be happening in this particular 10th year, 2020. Because the village celebrates by sharing the gospel in an amazing way. If you've not been there, it is quite amazing to go there and experience that Passion Play. Because the village was delivered from the plague that went on in all the towns around them. But they were just one of the few towns. But God chose to do that. And that's the God that God is. That's why we often wonder about why some are healed and some aren't, etc. That's God of our faith. That's the God who promises salvation, who promises eternal life. Life goes on apart from this brief time that we're here on earth. And that's the important thing, surely, isn't it? is salvation and life in all its fullness that comes through all these things that can be around like today. 
and we go through them as Christians, we may well get caught up in it. Some will suffer and some sadly may lose their earthly life. But if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are his. And you can have confidence in that. We're not trying to prove what God doesn't want us to prove. What he wants us is to show trust in him. To show what faith really is. Trust in the unknown and known. The known is salvation and eternal life. The unknown is what we'll go through in getting there. So, as God's servants, we are not merely survivors. But as victors who trample deadly enemies underfoot. This is the spiritual warfare that we are involved in. And where the angels are around us, to give us strength. It is strength for service and sacrifice. I want to uh, just read the closing verses of this psalm and then I want to read the closing verses from last week's psalm as well that Matt preached on. So... Verses 14 to 16, under the heading of God's Pledge. So it's my refuge, says the psalmist, your refuge, as he shares that song with you, and this is God's Pledge. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honour them. I will reward them with a long life an eternal life, and give them my salvation. And from last week, Psalm 73, verse 28. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. Are you near God this morning? I have made the Sovereign Lord my shelter. And I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. And I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. That's last week's word. This is this week's word. And if God's given the same word over many weeks, he says, listen. Listen. Do you know God this morning? Almighty. Yahweh my saviour. If you're sitting there and you're not certain, this is God's word that was spoken so long ago. And if this is not scripture relevant to today's life, then I don't know what is. We have a wonderful almighty God who is with us, walking with us this very day in this country and in many countries 
lifting up the Christians who need to tell others why they feel secure spiritually wholeness around them through God who is almighty we stand I pray God you are almighty you are powerful you are our saviour our protector living under the shadow of your wings Lord be with us all at this difficult time be with those around this world of yours who know you and Lord help those who know you to tell others who don't know you this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, just pour your spirit down afresh upon us right now. Bring your assurance. Bring your peace. Let us know the abundance of your grace. Amen.